Welcome in to the Hustle Show podcast, NFL Week 17, Bowl Games, College Basketball. I am Drew Martin, joined by Chris Thurston, Adam Trigger, and Joe Ranieri stepping in for Kelly in Vegas. We got some picks coming your way. We are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva Tequila Seltzer. Dot com hustle 20 at checkout takes 20% off your order guys zero sugar you don't like a hangover this drink is for you wagertalk.com as well when we're quoting these lines here guys sides totals it is wagertalk.com live odds screen we are looking at the best free live odds in the business starting off here with the birthday boy himself at CT Bets 16. We need a birthday pick here, CT Bets. That's always uh, uh, usually a winner, let's say. CT, <laughs> how you doing on Wednesday, buddy? Drew Martin Bets, I'm doing all right. Yeah, thanks for the birthday wishes. Um, you know, I was just kind of telling you guys, uh, I've been in a little rut and uh, last few uh, few weeks. You know, it's one of those two and two, two and threes, two and fours. Can't seem to snap out of it, Joe. Um, so, Trying to pick some winners here. I apologize for anybody that's been tailing me. It was a good uh, three quarters of football season, but a um, little bit of a rough stretch here, Drew. So uh, I'll get out of it, and uh, we'll, you know, we're on our way to New Year's Eve here. I like a few games this weekend, so we'll see what we can do. Sure. Birthday pick, Santa Claus rally. I feel it coming at the end of the year. We got Adam Trigger at Top Flight SI, wagertalk.com. Trig, welcome in, man. How you feeling? Feel pretty good, Drew. Uh Everything's going great. Had a good holiday. Um, going down to meet our friend Ariel Epstein and some others in New York City tomorrow. We're going to the Pinstripe Bowl. Um, the odds, the the line is telling me that Syracuse has no chance. I disagree with that. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna have an. I think they're gonna give an effort tomorrow, Drew. I'll talk about that at some point on this show. Uh, but looking forward to hanging out. We're gonna get mid forties. That's actually more important, Drew, than than the product on the field. The fact that we're going to go to Yankee Stadium on December 29th, and it's going to be like 44 degrees. So should be a good time. It will, man. That's cool. You're getting getting able to go to a bowl game. Always a, a fun atmosphere. We got Joe Ranieri at Joe Ranieri on Twitter, all over the Wager Talk YouTube channel. One of the best sports betting minds in the business. Joe, thanks for filling in, man. How are you feeling, buddy? Oh, glad to be here, guys. Uh, Kel, a uh, little much-needed uh, getaway. Uh, let's go, Brandon. She uh, she's hanging in there, though. We did uh, we did have a chance to do um, a bet on it with her, though. But uh, I think she's about uh, three or four uh, margaritas in right now, so she's doing good. I'm glad I could hang with you and uh, and talk some end of the year NFL going on here. I mean, it's hard to believe 2023 is upon us here, guys. I mean, March Madness. You realize it'll be here before we know it. It's crazy how fast it's gone, Joe. I mean, you're right. Mm. Like, it's going to be conference championship week, like, when we wake up tomorrow morning. It yep. feels as fast <laughs> as this has gone. 2019 crazy. was, what, over three years ago? Like, can you guys believe yeah. that? It's just nope. – it's absolutely nuts. It's All right, let's, yeah. let's find some winners here. <laughs> Big game breakdown. We got best bets coming up as well. Um, Who wants to start us off? Trig, CT Bets, you guys got a big one you like? Yeah, I'll go, Drew. If you okay. if you want, let's see if we could uh, we could snap out of this here. Um, I'm gonna go to the Rose Bowl here, okay? And um, this is a this is a game that when the lines first came out, I bet Utah minus two, and uh, I thought that was the right side. Hmm. And I no longer think that it's the right side here. And I've come back over the top with the Nittany Lions plus two and a half here. 
as we know, Utah caught a pretty lucky break in the Pac-12 championship game. Heisman Trophy winner Caleb Williams, he gets injured. He injured. He couldn't move the rest of the game, which I was really happy about. I was on the, uh, the Utah side. But I don't think that Utah wins that game if Williams doesn't get banged up there. Um, Utah returns to the Rose Bowl after losing uh, to Ohio State last year by three. Penn State, on the other hand, is 30-19-2 uh, all-time in bowl games. But they're just a one in three in the granddaddy of them all. I think that's going to change here this uh, this Monday, Drew. Uh, I think the game's going to be won on the defensive side of the ball. And I think the Nittany Lions are much stronger at D here. They held opponents to under 20 points in nine games this season. Yes, Utah can score. They could score fast. But I don't think they've seen a D like, the, yet, like this yet this year. Um, Utah's tight ends. They, they led the FBS in receptions, receiving yards, and uh, TDs this season. However, they're going to be without a key piece Monday, and that's Dalton Kincaid, who led the Utes in all three categories. Mm -hmm. He's not going to be able to go due to an injury. As everybody knows, I'm not the biggest James Franklin fan at all, but I do think he's going to have his team ready to go and fight like hell to win this one. Um, they have a chance to close out this year with their fourth 11-win season in the past seven years. So my brother went to Penn State. He's pretty dialed in down there. And uh, they're already out there. And he said he's friends with one of the uh, the athletic trainers on the team. And he said he hasn't seen this Nittany Lions team this ready to, and prepared for a game all season. So I played on the Penn State Nittany Lions plus two and a half. And I expect them to win the game here, Drew. Hey, well, we are like the breakdown there. CT bets going up against the Pac-12 champion in the Rose Bowl. Can't wait for that game. What five o'clock? Uh, New Year's, New Year's Day, or January second? That is yeah. pushed back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting kind of slate there. Um, Adam Trigger at Top Flight SI. You got a big game breakdown for us? Yeah, I'll uh, first of all, Drew. I want to address something. I Ooh. see this a lot in the comments. Uh, people saying that this is not a basketball show. This is very much a basketball show. We just start in football. We work our way to basketball. We go right through March Madness. So we're going to do some hoop on this show. Uh, we're in the in-between state right now where we've got football and basketball going. So I'm going to go basketball because this is my favorite play tonight. Uh, and it's a big game, Drew, because New Mexico is one of, Ooh. I think, three unbeaten teams left in the country. I think it's Purdue, New Mexico, and I may, there might be one other. Joe Ranieri, I don't know if there is. there yeah. one other right now? I believe. I think there's there a is. third. I think there's this third somewhere, but you know what? I think there's going to be one less tonight because I am on Colorado State plus six, but I think Colorado State's going to win this game. Uh, listen, this is just a spot. I do this every year. It tends to be profitable. When teams like New Mexico get ranked, they ten you, you tend to want to play against them in that first or second game where they're in the top 25. All of a sudden, they've got expectations. All of a sudden, they've they've been sort of flying under the radar all year. Now they get to the top 25. Now, look at me. I'm, I'm 22 in the country. And even better, they haven't lost yet. It's like the perfect storm of, of a spot to go against New Mexico. On the flip side, you have a Colorado State team who, in my opinion, is pretty undervalued based on the fact they've played some tough teams, but they've also played without key players the vast majority of the season. Isaiah Stevens has only played in six games, uh, but he's been back recently, and I, I'd like to think that he's up to speed now, to full speed. 18.3 um, points per game since he's come back. Uh, that leads the team. I think he's one of the best players in the conference. So 
in my opinion, Colorado State is still by low, even with their wins over St. Mary's. Uh, they're still by low, in my opinion, because they've really played a, a good part of the season without their full complement of players. So here, they're still missing a couple depth guys. I don't think the depth matters as much tonight. They've had a week off since the USC game. And listen, I've I've been hearing from some of our uh, uh, our friends of the show that are in that are from the Albuquerque area said, Trig, you don't want to mess with the pit. This place is crazy. <laughs> but listen, I just think Colorado State's going to be there for, a, I think they're going to give them a game. And if we're getting six points, a game out of Colorado State should be good enough to get the cover. Um, maybe New Mexico State's unbeaten season continues. Uh, but I do prefer Nico Medved over the lesser, the junior Patino, if you will. I don't know if he's the lesser anymore. I think he beat his dad the other day. Uh, Iona played New Mexico. But um, <laughs> guys, six six points here out of Colorado State, way too many. I expect this to be a great game tonight. I think the Rams have a great chance to win. And if they don't, I still expect to get the money. So that's a 4% play for me. Uh, it's one of my favorite things on the board for today. Uh, so Colorado State plus six, big game breakdown. Uh, I, I really think they have a great chance to win tonight. Some Ram action, college mm. basketball, like Trick said at the top, guys. It's NFL college football, absolutely. But we also do uh, break down college basketball going through on the Wager Talk uh, YouTube channel and on Twitter through March Madness here. And uh, we got Joe Ranieri stepping in for Kelly Stewart here. Joe, do you have a big game you want to uh, break down for the listeners? Well, I'll follow uh, since uh, Trig had to address it uh, about this being a basketball uh, show. So uh, I will go uh, college hoops tonight as well and follow it up with Trig. And uh, it's a pretty straightforward uh, game here, guys. I'm taking Xavier, uh, taking on the uh, the Johnnies here tonight with uh, Coach Sean Miller at the helm there. feel like we've seen this before in his past somewhere, but... Uh, this team loved them offensively, uh, Drew. We talked a little bit about this uh, earlier today on the Wager Talk College Basketball Show. Um, top 10 offense, uh, top 10 in, uh, in three-point uh, efficiency. Uh, the Johnnies have played absolutely nobody. I get a better offensive team that has played the tougher schedule as a short, uh, really short road favorite. What is it? One and a half, I think minus 130 on yep. the uh, on the money line. Uh, they don't turn the ball over an awful lot, which is something the Johnnies have done a pretty good job of, uh, of doing this year with the teams. But again, lesser competition. The better team, short road favorite, uh, conference play now early. I just give me, uh, give me Xavier is going to be the better team. I think St. John's is going to be pretty good as the season progresses, but I just think they're going to run into a buzzsaw here tonight with the Musketeers. So I'll lay it uh, tonight. Give me Xavier to get it done here against the Red Storm. Johnny's going down. Some college basketball action for you guys. We will have uh, actually going to ask the guys about uh, the playoff thoughts here. We got some comments asking about Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and mm. TCU. And to tell you the truth, we won't have another hustle show until after the playoffs. So uh, we'll get everybody's look there for the college football playoffs. Also, Paco Healy chiming in. little holiday bowl action he's looking for. Paco's Ooh. VIP. So we can hit that. UNC, Oregon as well, Paco. Thanks for joining us live, guys. For my big game breakdown, I'm going to go a little Alabama, Mississippi State. We touched on it for the college basketball show today and just want to kind of reiterate here. I like the home dog. 
plus one and a half Mississippi State. We get Chris Jans coming over from New Mexico State. Top five defensive efficiency team. Slow tempo being at home. Alabama, a talented team. I think that they could actually make a run in the NCAA tournament. But early in college basketball season, I look to go against some of these road teams kind of playing in hostile environments. So uh, that puts me on Mississippi state. Plus the fact I'm wearing this Auburn shirt. So I got to go against Alabama. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm also on Auburn. I saw that Kelly in Vegas was uh, on the plus the plus five on uh, Florida mm. guys. I, I, and some people chiming in here. I, I just like Auburn tonight. I really do a, another defensive home team here early in conference play. And I just don't think the Gators are all that good this year. You can see it in the record. I think they're going to have a tough time in the Pearl tonight on the Plains. So uh, two SEC games for the big game breakdown, both on ESPN two, one at seven, one at nine, stack them there, guys. I think the home team wins both of those for my big game breakdown. And uh, giving some love here to the chat box, Paco Healy asking about the Holiday Bowl, UNC and Oregon. Joe, we were actually talking about it before we came on. I just think there's going to be a whole lot of points here. We've seen the market push up nearly a touchdown, 76. I mean, is that getting a little bit too high for you, though? I mean, you know, one of these teams is going to have to likely get into the 40s here, maybe even 50s for this to get up and over. Do you have any kind of pushback on betting this over? Maybe like a side, anything UNC and Oregon and Petco Park, a baseball stadium. Yeah, I mean, this is no, let, let's be realistic here. Uh, if you're expecting defense, probably not a great game uh, to turn into, uh, tune into here because I just don't see it. But if you're worried that maybe it's gotten up and out of hand, to me, Drew, I have Oregon scoring 50 points in this game. So I have absolutely no problem looking at the Oregon team total, uh, which I think is up there. But if you're worried that, I don't know, you don't trust maybe North Carolina to contribute as much, um, I do think this is going to be uh, a fun game, a shootout of sorts, but one in which I think uh, your boy Bo Nix there uh, and this Oregon offense, I, I think they're ready to kick ass and take names. I think they're ready to make a statement with their new head coach who, you know, former Bulldog is going to want to, uh, he's wanting to get one under his belt here as the new head coach of Oregon. So I think they will not take their foot off the pedal. And let's be realistic. Uh, there's no, uh, I think Downs is sitting this one out for North Carolina. He's getting ready for the draft. He was the number one receiver for May. I think he'll have some success. I think the tempo is there. All of it sets up for an over here, Drew. But also, uh, to me, it all sets up for an over on the Oregon team total as well. Okay, makes sense, uh, Joe. In, in CT and in, Intrigue, anything on the, the Holiday Bowl? And what are you guys' thoughts on how this playoff works out? Uh, how, mm. how do you see it going? Well, I'll, I'll give it to Chris to talk about the playoff. I just want to say I, I it's a little square, but it's probably going to be Oregon and over. Like, it's hard to see. And I mm. think North Carolina will contribute. I actually think I like the over. Uh, better than laying it with Oregon, but I, I thought I was going to be able to make a case for North Carolina plus the points, yeah. but we, we've seen how one-sided some of these bowl games can be, and it's almost like I, I'm less nervous about laying points in the bowls because if you get the right side, they tend to just cover. I mean, a lot of these bowl games have been one-sided. I feel like that could be, the, the, that could be Oregon kind of crushing here. But I do think uh, North Carolina will contribute enough to get it over. Um, And I'll throw it to CT to talk about the playoff. Yeah, um, Drew, I wanted to, if you don't mind, because this game goes at 7 o'clock. And people are asking uh, to talk a little hoops. And I wanted to run this game by you guys. This is the only game I bet in hoops tonight. 
and it's uh it's missouri plus three at home here and i haven't had a, a chance to text our good buddy ac money yet who's a missouri fan and follows them uh very well but i think this is a good spot for uh, mizzou here kentucky kind of uh doesn't play that great away from rup and mm. uh not sure if you guys saw mizzou absolutely throttled the Illini uh recently <laughs> And did you see what uh, I think their, their coach, I'm going to screw his name up. Their coach is Dennis Gates is their mm-hmm. coach. And he, in his interview, said that they played horrible. And, they, and he was not happy with uh, the way they played. Uh, Joe, this is one of those games that Trig and I talk about all the time. It's one of those light bulb games, right? The line yep. opens three. All of the action, all of the bets are coming in on the Wildcats. It hasn't moved at all. Uh, so I'm I'm a little behind you guys because I've been focusing on football, but I'm getting my feet wet in hoops, and uh, that's a game I played tonight. So I wanted to see what you guys thought on that. I mean, Drew, we talked about this a little bit earlier today too. We're talking about a Mizzou team off to what an 11 and one start. I think they won 12 games all last year. Trig brought it up too that you know, listen, the expectations weren't very high. Uh, for this Mizzou team, but they've got pretty much, I believe, all five starters are averaging in double figures. I could not. I'm with you, uh, man. I could not have been more impressed with what they did to Illinois in a neutral court. was just yeah. absolutely ridiculous here. And listen, it happens sometimes. We get into the college basketball season early on, and teams that we thought were going to be hot trash – all of a sudden, we're like, whoa, like, what is going on here? And they have scored 80 points or more in 10 of these 12 games this season. So I do think they're going to be able uh, for a, a while in this game, I think they're going to be able to keep it close, maybe even have the lead going in late in the second half. Uh, they have more than enough firepower. If Kentucky's hitting from threes, uh, CT, they got more than enough firepower to be able to keep this thing close and then eventually pull it out in the end at home. Well, that's like, that's that's the key. I mean, if Kentucky, well, I'll tell you this, if Kentucky's hitting threes, they're going to win. Like, that's not what you, but Missouri plays a pretty good zone. So, like, mm-hmm. I would lean toward Kentucky not hitting threes. If Kentucky's just draining shots, that and that's my only concern here, is that Kentucky, it's kind of like, it, I said it on the basketball show, It's a, it's kind of a bad theoretical bad number with Kentucky because like three weeks ago, Kentucky's probably like a seven and a half point favorite in this game. Oh, for sure. Like other than that, it's, it's not a great spot for Kentucky and not a great matchup, which is, is something the three of us talked about earlier. So uh, the only thing I could really do to talk you off of Missouri is say, Mm -hmm. okay, well, I don't think it's the numbers, right? But spot matchup wise, fact they're playing on the road. fact that Kentucky is, is a little bit of a mess right now. Uh, Kind of want no part of Kentucky for those reasons. They they do shoot 37% from three. Missouri does. So just because Kentucky, I I would say, don't worry. They're scoring 80 or more because they can hit the three as well. And if it turns out to be that, uh, buckle up. It's going to be one hell of a game, I think. They just they just haven't really impressed me uh, this year, Joe. Like the other night, they were playing Florida A and M. They were only up by seven with like five minutes to go. I mean, granted, they ended up pulling away. They won mm-hmm. by twenty. Uh, but UCLA, they kind of just yep. it, it was a wire to wire win for them. They just haven't been impressive, like everybody was saying they they would be. So, um, always wanted to run it by you guys. Tough road favorite, man. That's a that's a tough way to start. Yeah, it is. And, and, and CT, just a couple quick thoughts here. I kind of disagree with Trig just in the 
in the sentiment of like I, I I would like to like Rob Vino does this a lot and and they're guys that are successful in sports betting. I just look at it differently, and it's kind of what makes a market in terms of bringing in like what would the point spread be if it was played like towards the beginning of the season. I've kind of gotten away from that in just in sports betting overall. I tend to I'm quick with my moves, man, and and like you're pointing at like. I'm not so sure this Kentucky team is all that good. If they are, I'll readjust <laughs> going forward. Right. But because John Calipari is a great coach, no doubt about it. But I mean, this Missouri team is 11 and one, and they have beaten UCF and Illinois, Wichita State as well. They're really good in their offensive efficiency as well, top 10 in the country, CT. And the free throw disparity discrepancy is huge. I mean, 74% for Missouri and only 66% for Kentucky. So again, coming back to early in conference play, I'm not really looking to lay points on the road. That's why I have uh, Missouri tonight in this one. Yep. And, and I, I just want to say nice. something, Drew. I my, my money will be nowhere near Kentucky in this game. I use oh, that yes. more. I use that more as like a way mm -hmm. to like, we've got 80 college basketball games. It's just, it just helps me throw stuff out. Like it's more, it's more keeps me off of a game in terms of not playing at all at all than, than it's going to be reason for me to like be on Kentucky. So that's, I, I typically don't bet on that as much as it's just like a, a, a sort of tool to start to thin out my list, if you will. I got a quick, co quick yeah. comment, Demon Slayer waiting mm -hmm. for the line on Cornell tomorrow versus Binghamton. Demon Slayer, you could probably take any line on Cornell tomorrow. They will exactly. probably win that game easily. I, I'll, oh. I'll throw out a lean for tomorrow. Cornell, who just, I, I want to say they they just played a crazy game with Colgate. Mm -hmm. I think it was like a 91-80 final. Point is yep. that that Corn Cornell team's better than I thought they were. They'll probably be good there at any number. I, watch it. I watched that Miami game, which nobody watched. And they both dropped a hundred points with no overtime. I was like, "This is the craziest game. What is going on? Like, we gotta look for places to bet Cornell. This team they, is they a play, shooting machine, and machine. they play insanely fast. Yeah, they play insanely fast, and they'll go yep. to a press if they have to. They beat me earlier this year. Uh, they erased an eleven-point deficit against Delaware in like, like two seconds. That. Yes, and they went. <laughs> they went to a press. Delaware couldn't handle it. They outscored them 18 to 2. That Binghamton team, not great. That they should mm -hmm. struggle with Cornell big time. Yep. Yeah, sounds like a good matchup to to, to lay the points there with Cornell. Also, what do you think about Cornell overs going forward, Trig? Oh. I mean, if you could get any value, I I'd imagine the value's gone on those. They gotta be Oof. they gotta be set way too high, like at this point. They've had some. I mean, they've had some huge, like, scoring outputs in regulation this year. Joe referenced the Miami one. Oh. Uh, the Colgate game. The total was insanely high in that Colgate-Cornell game. It blew over by, like, 25 points. It was, like, a 91-80 to 80 final. Um, just shattered it. So, I got to imagine that at some point, the numbers are just going to be too big. Yeah. Yeah, man, that might 107 to 105 in regulation. No over. Ridiculous, Drew. Ridiculous. That's crazy. <laughs> Ridiculous. Guys, we got best bets coming up for you. Uh, this is the Hustle Show podcast live on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. Also, wherever you download your podcast at Hustle Show Podcast, brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Go to vivatequilaseltzer.com. If you use the coupon code HUSTLE20 at checkout, it takes 20% 
off your order. 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, 4.5% ABV. Viva, the perfect drink for your pregame celebrations. Good tailgating drink. Our flavors pair perfectly with our intestinal Blanco tequila for subtle and refreshing drinks. We got best bets coming up right now. Check out the wagertalk.com website. A lot of free plays up and available. NFL, college football, college basketball, NBA, NHL, whatever you're looking to bet, you can find it. A lot of great free information there. Uh, do we need to throw out anything before best bets in terms of uh, the playoff looks? Anybody giving TCU a shot? What what what, what do you think it happens in the national championship, CT bets? What are you thinking it is? What what's the matchup? Who wins it? I, I bet both dogs when the line came the lines came out. I have TCU plus nine and a half. I think they have a shot to win that game. Yes, I do, Drew. And mm-hmm. I have Ohio State plus seven. And I am not going to be surprised at all. If Ohio State wins that game, I think they are the better coach team. And I think Ryan Day is going to have the Buckeyes ready to play. And it won't look like that uh, that Michigan game Thanksgiving weekend. I think we're going to see a lot different Ohio State team. The only thing that scares me is that Buckeyes team cannot play from behind. Uh, mm. They cannot let Georgia start rip off 10-0, 14 14-0, or they're going to be in some trouble. Um, I like both dogs, Drew, and then I'm going to bet both of them money line as well. Interesting. All right. Dogs are barking in the playoffs. Joe Ranieri, how do you see this playoffs turning out, man? What's the matchup? Who wins it all? I, I think uh, under in the Michigan TCU game, look for spots there. And I think it's going to be a wild shootout, Ohio State and Georgia. Both of these defenses have uh, have shown that they are susceptible to big plays in the game. Uh, Ohio State, unfortunately, loves to start slow. uh, And then all of a sudden, they just come out fire. It's crazy. uh, But I do think we saw Michigan do it to Ohio State. We've seen Georgia get torched at times as well. This is not last year's defense. So to me, love the overs uh, in the uh, Ohio State uh, game there against Georgia. And I think it's going to be I'm not sure Harbaugh wants to show anything other than they're bigger, stronger, and faster than TCU, and they're going to hold a few things uh, back. So I anticipate a whole lot of running from uh, from Michigan and playing mano y mano. They're going to run it right down TCU's throat, and they're going to save a few things in that playbook for whoever it is they got to play in that national championship game. All right, just kind of the bigger, stronger, you know, offensive yep. line pushing them back. Can see that. Yep. Guys, I don't know. Nothing's really popping off at me in this playoffs. It's not like I've kind of, uh, you know, hammered either of these sides. I, I don't know if it's the fan in me or what, but I, I'm going with both dogs. G- give me TCU plus the points. Give me Ohio State plus the points. I think Ohio State and Georgia actually plays really close. I think Georgia might win that one, but just uh, getting near a touchdown here. I think there's a little bit, you know, quote unquote value with Ohio mm. State not looking all that good last time out. And Georgia pretty much just, you know, rolling over everybody and in the (laughs) SEC championship game. So Ohio State might catch them. I don't know. Just plus the points, maybe look. And TCU, I don't just It's so tough. Like kind of where CT was going (laughs) with this, like Sonny Dykes, Max Duggan. I mean, they're 10 and three against the spread. I just don't like stepping in front of that profile. They've, They've been proving people wrong 
all season long. So give me the points with TCU. And I'll tell you this, sprinkle a little bit, plus 1,800 TCU to win the national championship. Watch out for that. I've never seen – there's only two games left, and they're plus 1,800. They only got to win two. They're not going to be anywhere near plus 1,800 if they shock the world and beat Michigan. So, hey, that's my look on it. Nothing huge for the playoffs. Trig, anything before we get to uh, best bets? Um, I'll just throw out some of the other bowl games just because I see some people talking in the chat. Uh, I agree. Whoever said Washington, that kind of makes sense. I would agree with that one. Mm. Uh, I believe they play Texas. They're a dog. Um, they said they're going to sprinkle on the money line. I don't hate that. I could see them being the, the better side in that game. One that I like, I think Clemson's going to slam Tennessee. Oof. I think Clemson is going gonna, is gonna to destroy Tennessee. I just, it, it, to me, Klubnik should have been the, the quarterback far <laughs> earlier in the season. Yeah. And, um, now yeah. you're you're it's gotten bet down a little bit. I saw five at one point. I think I take that. I, I haven't bet it yet, but that seems like the way to go there. Um, Sweeney prepares for bowl games, and Tennessee's you know I, Tennessee's missing some guys, and it's some of these teams, man. I, I think I've underestimated like teams missing certain guys. Uh, took a loss on UCF earlier today, and and I have to say that it's probably because of that. Like they missed some of their regulars and. And so that type of stuff is played here. I, I mean, Tennessee, like they could move the ball, but I, I think Clemson's going to be more prepared. So just a couple thoughts on some of the, uh, some of the other sort of big bowl games. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, Chad, I don't hate that Washington bet. I'll probably end up, get, I'll probably end up on that in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Greg, they're, they're missing. They're missing a lot of key guys. Um, mm-hmm. Probably the two best wide receivers in the SEC with Cedric Tillman and Jalen Hyatt both won't be available, um, and I think that's going to come to a uh, that's going to be a big factor of the game. So, well, and, 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 and obviously and, Hendon Hooker, Hooker uh, yeah. as we all know, is not playing. So, no. <clears throat> so, what are we thinking there? Minus five, five, five and a half. Lay, yeah, lay the pretty, numbers. It was five earlier. Yeah, I, I would lay. I would lay five there. It no got problem. all the way up to seven, and like Trick said, it did get that back um, a little bit. Um, Drew, I wanted to do just one last final thing on the playoff. Uh, you know, I saw in the comments, Mohammed uh, said, "No way, Ohio State or TCU wins." Well, Mohammed, they make money lines for a reason, and they are for the dog. Uh, so they, they are going to play the game and this is the, the final four uh I, I like how you say there's no chance mm-hmm. that either one win it makes me feel a little a little bit more confident about uh both dogs so thank you for that Mohammed. like it good way to uh to end it there guys uh, <laughs> also we got some questions here washington and texas yeah i mean I, I that's a tough one a lot of people out for texas i know that and michael Penix jr um i think we'll throw for a lot of yards there guys so uh Appreciate yeah. all the the chiming in, Joe. Did you like that side as well? Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's going to be uh, and the total. It's interesting enough. I think the total has been hanging around the 67, 68 mark uh, there for a while. Uh, without Robinson, I don't know what this uh, Texas team is. I know what Penix is going to do. I know his ability uh, to be able to go up and over the top of that secondary of Texas is going to happen often. So I would not at all be shocked. It's another one of those games where instead of getting involved and needing Texas to do that, I would just look at Washington's team total and expect them to score a ton of points there uh, with uh, with Penix. Maybe even a little undervalued right now. Okay, a little under uh, action as well to add on. Guys, we got best bets coming up right now. Hustle Show podcast. I'll start us off. NFL. 
one o'clock kick here. Ooh. I'm going uh, Washington, the football team, Cleveland Browns under the total of 40 and a half. Washington has not scored more than 20 points in over a month. Both units, the defense is the superior unit on the field. Washington ranks fourth in the NFL, 313 yards per game allowed. Cleveland ranking eighth in passing defense. QB questions on both sides. Cleveland five straight to the under. Washington on a current 10-3 and three under run. So all of that putting me on my best bet for NFL. We got Washington and Cleveland under the total of 40 and a half. So that's my best bet. Chris Thurston at CTBet16. CT, any best bet uh, and any final thoughts for the show? Yeah, uh, Drew, before my best bet, I'm going to give a little bonus here. And uh, this is a shout out to our good friend, AC Money. He put me on this uh, this total for tonight. And it's uh, I'm on the Texas Tech Ole Miss, <clears throat> excuse me, over 71 and a half. He gave me that this morning. I took a little bit of a look at it. I like it. I think it's up to 72 now, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that game could very well be in the 40s, Joe, as, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, both very uh, high-powered offenses. They just gave Joey McGuire a huge contract uh, that he just signed another six-year deal, the coach of the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Lane yep. Kiffin coming back again. I think both teams are going to be very motivated to play. I bet the over. I don't really uh, bet totals, Drew. So that's a little bonus uh, for you guys. And for my best bet, I'm going to head to the NFL here. And uh, it's on New Year's Day, 4.05 Eastern, when the 7-8 and eight New York Jets take on the 7-8 and eight Seattle Seahawks. I was on the Jets last Thursday night, and, uh, yeah, what a, what a dumpster fire that was. Zach Wilson has been deactivated, as he should be. He's done for the season. Mike White has, uh, has cleared protocol. He's going to be the one pulling the trigger for the Jets Sunday. Jets have gone uh, from as high as the number three uh, seed in the AFC playoff pitcher to number nine today. What a change of events. <laughs> Both these teams doing a very good job at losing lately. Jets come in on a four-game skid. Horsey's come in on a three-game skid. This Jets team has been outcoached all year long. They cannot get out of their own way. And I don't think Mike White is going to be the answer to save the day. I really don't. I like Uncle Pete Carroll to get the Horsies back on the winning side of things. Pete's eight and one straight up, six and three against the spread at home in January. Little uh, another one for you, Drew. Pete's also never lost four consecutive games in his career. And I'm going to go with the veteran quarterback, Geno Smith, and the rookie running back, Kenneth Walker, to get the job done uh, with a, and a little help from the 12th man. I played on Seattle, plus two. Best bet for CT. And I'm getting a little juices going. I haven't been excited in a while. I'm fired up right now. I finally think of Arkansas right now. They're rocking and rolling. So CT, a little more energy. Seattle gets the job done on Sunday. Let's go. Ooh, pig suey. Getting them going. CT Vet 16 on Twitter. Maybe we'll get a little hula dance. Who knows what's coming? Hey, Joe, brings up the Jets here. AFC, do the Dolphins Ooh. make the, do our Dolphins make the playoffs or no, man? What do you think? Uh, I think they're in trouble, uh, Drew. Uh, but I thought they were in trouble uh, before we learned uh, of a second concussion that apparently nobody caught uh, in that game. It's amazing until after he threw three interceptions there in the fourth quarter. But, hey, great job. Great job, spotters. I don't know what the hell you were looking at. Uh, if you thought he was concussed, why did it take you after the game to figure it out? But we probably won't see him. We, he's already been ruled out, Drew. I think it's Bridgewater now or not for Miami and you got a New England team, and uh, CT knows this. 
kind of an elimination game for them, CT. They got to win. And if they do, they have the leg up. They beat the Jets twice. Yeah. They kind of in their own driver's seat as long as they don't lose the game uh, on their own. So, uh, Which is I very just, possible, Joe. Very, very know. possible. Yes. <laughs> very possible. It's, two games out of 700 in Belichick's career, his, his teams have melted, and we're just sticking a fork in them right now. They're done. <laughs> Can't do it anymore. Can't do I it agree. anymore. But I do like his Seattle play. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) At Joe Ranieri on Twitter. Check him out all over the Wager Talk YouTube channel. Joe, any final thoughts for the show? And do you have a best bet for us? Yeah, so I'm going to give out uh, on uh, both uh, kind of what the game you were talking about and uh, and, um, what CT was talking about. Uh, I'm going to go with a teaser here, guys. And I'm going to, not that they need it, but I'm going to tease the Eagles down. Uh, to one here, uh, and they won't need it because I think they're going to win rather easily here against uh, the Saints. But do you know the Eagles are now 14-1 and this season in six-point teasers? If you would have backed them at every game this season, all 15, you'd be 14-1 and with the Eagles in six-point teasers. I like them with either Seattle or Cleveland. Uh, and you can get those up and over right around what uh, eight, eight and a half, or seven and a half. And I know you can get uh, Cleveland right around eight. So any combination of those three and a teaser, I think, is absolute money this weekend. Like it, Joe Ranieri, guys. Uh, we got Adam Trigger's best bet coming to you. Do want to apologize for having a cold right now? I'm sure you can hear it, but we're fighting through, <laughs> and uh, hopefully Trig's gonna cough up. A last winner here for best bets at Top Flight SI. Trig, what do you got for best bets, buddy? All right, Drew. So first, little bonus for me as well. Um, it, it, this is a basketball game going on right now, okay? So I'm going to give you a second half play. Ooh. Ooh. And wow. it does not matter. It does not matter what the number is because no matter what happens in the next three minutes and 40 seconds, you're still going to get a good number. It's Virginia and Albany. <laughs> it is tied... <laughs> It is tied at 24 with three minutes and 40 seconds to go in the first half. Mm -hmm. I like Virginia second half at any number. The line in this game was 27 and a half. Mm. Albany is a horrific team. I thought they, I thought they had a chance to lose this game by 40. That's not going to happen because it's 24 to 24. But I, this, this feels a lot like when I texted our group chat last night, Notre Dame was up two at half. I said, I said, Notre Dame hasn't hit a shot all first half. They look awful appealing here, minus four for the second half. Joe Ranieri said, yeah. I already bet it, which is almost impossible because I said it 60 seconds after it went to half. He had already bet it. Um, <laughs> that just has the bot set up right there, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Like he had, anyway, mm-hmm. um, Virginia's second half is a great bet tonight because they are gonna they're going to wake up at halftime from whatever this is right here. And you're going to get value on the, the full game number because, like I said, no matter what happens the next three minutes, they're not going to come close to hitting that first half number. So Virginia's second half, for all you live viewers, it's a little bonus. I, I really think that that's a great play. Uh, as far as my best bet's concerned, uh, not looking like a great bowl day for your boy. I had UCF earlier, and I'm on Kansas right now, which does not look great. Uh, but Ole Miss, uh, minus three and a half is a client play for me, four percenter. It's up to four and a half. As it as has been the case with a lot of these bowls, I don't think it matters. Uh, that feels like a one-sided game to me. I don't think Texas Tech's going to be able to stop Ole Miss from running the ball. 
And I don't think the omissions on the Ole Miss side matter a ton. Mm. Uh, it's a game I talked about uh, a week ago with Drew and Dave Koken. We kind of said the same thing then. Uh, and and it's, it's sort of come to fruition for me over the last week. So I threw this out to clients earlier at minus three and a half. I see minus four and a half. And I don't think it matters. I think Ole Miss is going to roll in this game. Uh, so because Kansas does not look like they have a shot right now, uh, that might be my – it's probably going to hopefully Love save it. me from an 0-3 day, uh, but I think it does. Uh, I really like Ole Miss tonight. I think they roll. Hopefully CT gets us over, and they win that game by more than, than four points. That does it, guys. He's Adam Trigger. Heard from Joe Ranieri, Chris Thurston, I'm Drew Martin. Check out VivaTequilaSeltzer.com, WagerTalk.com, and we will be next back next Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern time. So come back and join us. Please smash that like button. Let us know below you're watching, what you're looking to bet. All is welcome in the reply section. Guys, next Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Until then, cash those tickets.